Welcome, listeners, to our patron-requested review of Paul Thomas Anderson's Punch Drunk Love. Hi, this is Georgia. This is Barry Egan. So what do you do, Barry? I have my own business. Uh, we have a non-breakable handle. Let me demonstrate for you. You're married, aren't you? No. Barry, it's your sister. There's this friend of mine from work, and I want you to meet her. This is Lena. Hi. Hi. Do you have a girlfriend? No. It must be weird for you to have so many sisters. Uh... Actually, no, it's very nice. All right. Remember we used to call you gay boy and get all mad? What's that? We were calling you gay boy and you got so mad. I saw your picture and I really wanted to meet you. Ha, ha, ha. Boy, are you lying? <laughs> no. I didn't want to get too far along on going out and be hiding something. This is Barry. Hey, it's Georgia. How did you get this number? I was wondering if maybe you could help me out with some money. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. You've just made a war for yourself that you can't afford. So Punch Drunk Love released in 2002, starring Adam Sandler, Emily Watson, Louise Guzman, Marilyn Rajkub, Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I was about to say, I'm giving him the and, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, with music by John Brion, Brian, who's done such good films as Hard Eight. And Magnolia, so a little bit of a fan of PTA see, there. Yeah, you can see the PTA love there. Yeah. Also did the score for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I love the score. It's one of the best parts about it, isn't it? <laughs> Cinematography by Robert Ellswit. That name's come up a couple of times on the podcast. Why don't you remind our listeners who Robert AKA Ellswit you. is? <laughs> Massive PTA regular won the Academy Award for Best Cinematography for There Will Be Blood. Love that movie. Yes, you do. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. And our first PTA film. Yes, it is. Which is surprising. I didn't think it would be Punch Drunk Love out of all the films. <laughs> Me neither. Right, but this is a patron requested review from one of our awesome patrons, another digital citizen. So thank you very much for that, mate. So this was coming off the back of Magnolia, the, the second, third Paul Thomas Anderson film. Now, he wanted to go and make a very different film after making that. He felt he had reached a dead end with his uh, previous multi-character movies and also wanted to subvert the critics' expectations of his film. So going for the uh, the one-man movie, I guess. Yeah, and more than that, subverting what people expect from an Adam Sandler film. Absolutely. Paul Thomas Anderson calls this basically an art house Adam Sandler film. Which it is. Yes, it is. This would be his first serious role. I mean, Big Daddy's a little bit, no, a little bit. No, no. But that's, that, that's what I'm saying. I like, like my own ass is not an art, a serious art house but film. But there's a little bit of drama to it with the courts and all that. Minor. This is his, this is Minor. His, okay, so this is definitely his first serious drama. Yeah. Yep. So during the promotion for Magnolia, a journalist asked PTA who he'd really like to work with in the future, and he said Adam Sandler and Daniel Day-Lewis, the two no. people he would work with next. Bang. Is There Will Be Blood after Punch Yes, it Trunk? is. Yes, it is. Jeez. Five years later. Five years? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, he wanted to make that a perfect movie, didn't he? Yeah. I see that Adam Sandler was actually nominated for a Golden Globe for his performance here. Yes, he was. It's, uh, no, no doubt the first and last. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if he got any any buzz for his role in the Marowitz stories, which everyone was saying he was pretty good in that. I think he was pretty good in that movie too. Yeah. Did you like Adam Sandler in this film? I did like him in this. It's it's a it's still the Adam Sandler that we know from the nineties, but it's more toned down. You know what I mean? For the most part, yeah. Yeah. I th- I think he does well in this, but I think he really struggles to lose that Adam Sandlerness to him. Whereas someone like Jim Carrey, I think, does it a lot better. In a film like The Truman Show, The Majestic, I think he can shed that silly 90s comic persona a bit better than Adam Sandler can. 
He should have had a beard in this film or something. He looks exactly the same, like the shaved, kind of shaved head, clean shaven. He looks he looks like Happy Gilmore, Adam Adam Sandler. Yeah, no, that's fair. So when Paul Thomas Anderson first said that he was going to do an Adam Sandler comedy as his next film, obviously he was met with a lot of laughter by the press, like, ah, oh, good one, real funny. Uh, I guess they shut their mouths when it finally played at Cannes and PTA won the Best Director Award and the film was nominated for the Palm Door. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yes. That's his massive critical success then, isn't it? It is. You say critical success, like I Uh-oh. said. Yes, this Uh-oh. was this was this did premiere uh, on the nineteenth of May in two thousand two at the Cannes Film Festival and got a theatrical release on the eleventh of October in the same year with a runtime of ninety five minutes with a budget of roughly twenty five million. It made seventeen million Ooh. in America for a hundred and thirteenth for the year, <laughs> and worldwide made twenty five million for one hundred twenty fourth. So take away promotional material and that this was not a success. No, not at all. No. And I bet. That budget sounds really huge. Sandler must have been pulling in the big money for this. Yeah, well, he's, this is his peak, isn't it? Maybe he's dropped a little bit from Little Nicky. <laughs> yeah, dropped dropped a little, but... Hey, Paul Thomas Anderson, I'll be in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> but surely Sandler would want to explore something different. I doubt he was getting, you know, bombarded with serious dramatical roles at this point. When is he ever... Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's it's sort of like, should they have had to pay him as much as? Yeah, it I mean, like? that's that's the whole budget. Who knows? He might he may have just got like a million for that or something. What? No, come on. What, what do you think? What do you think he's getting? Five mil for that? Min ten. Ten? No way. No way. No way is he, is. Po- where, where is the rest of the budget going? Man? <laughs> Everything else. It's Lewis Guzman, isn't it? It's <laughs> old PSH. He's, he, wants the, he wants the money. So the subplot in this film about the frequent flyer points and everything that's going on there was actually a true story about a civil engineer from the University of California who purchased 12,150 cups of healthy choice pudding for just $3,000 and got 1.25 million worth of air miles for, of his frequent flyer, of this frequent flyer promotion that they were doing. That's a lot, isn't it? That is a massive, massive amount. Like what he says in the movie, uh, over a million air mile points. It's like you can fly wherever you want for the rest of your life. Is it that much? I don't know. I'm not a big frequent flyer, but I, I imagine guess, a million it, points I would be big. It, I guess it would be a lot. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, good on him. You'd want to be someone that flies a lot, though, and not someone that's never been on a plane, for example. Yeah, you can't trade it in for cash. <laughs> Although, he was trying to sell it for cash, wasn't he? I think he was. Yeah, I think he mentioned, you know, you know how much that's worth? But this film did have a little, little stint in the top 250. Really? Yeah. Pretty much after it came out, it was in the top 250 at uh, the end of 2002, where it peaked at about 208 and was out of the list by mid-January. <laughs> by that afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but currently on IMDb, it has an average of 7.3 over 135,000 ratings. I feel like that'd be uh, low-tier PTA ratings. 7.3? Yeah. I mean, Boogie would be more. Hard 8 could Magnolia. be less. Magnolia. Hard 8, maybe Inherent Vice. Might be lower. Uh, Inherent Vice is quite liked. The Master. The Phantom Master thread. would be high. Phantom would be high. Yes, yeah, so I, th- I think low tier is fair. Hmm, fair enough. But let's see if we think it's low tier PTA. Let's get into it, Dean. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash Journey, And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors 
such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of other benefits too. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 